Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. As always, we are excited to have you here with us. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, you are most welcome. How are you going today, Padre? Very well. Thank you, Stina. I've been uh, busy at work on a thesis, which has been keeping me uh, extremely occupied. But uh, uh, aside from that, going very well. That's the way. How about yourself? I'm doing well too. Things have been a little manic for me in the last week. Some things have been going on in my life and the lives of uh, the people around me. So Mm -hmm. that's been insane. But this morning has been a little bit quieter and a little bit slower, which has been really nice. So yeah, very grateful. Great. Great. This week's episode, we're carrying on from uh, love languages, which we spoke about last week. And this week we're talking about apology languages, Mm. which um, I'm not sure if a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah, yeah. I certainly look when 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 you first mentioned apology languages, that was the first time I'd heard. Yeah, there you go. Of apology languages, I, I knew about the love languages, but yeah. not about the apology languages. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess before we dive into what apology languages are, let's have a little bit of a chat first about what apology is. And, yeah, um, yeah, for and sure. Some thoughts around around that. For sure. It's it's a a a recognition that we have done something wrong either by design or by accident um, and and the recognition of that, the ownership of it and the regret that is in it uh, that, 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 that we express yeah. um, is, is sort of this, this, this apology that we offer. Mm. I think that the beautiful thing about the, uh, the power of the apology, is that it opens us up to forgiveness. Mm. It opens us up to the possibility, the ownership of what we've done opens us up to the possibility of, 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 of forgiveness. Yeah. 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 And we know that there are many positive um, outcomes of apologies as well. You know, we know mm. that apologies can be healing for us and good for our mental health. And, yeah. Yeah. um, because you know, nobody likes to be in conflict relationships nobody likes to have that kind of unrest and so that's you know healthy and good for us as well but there's also um a few different things that an apology says and one of those things is that we understand that there was some expectation or some rule that was in place that was Mm. broken and and that we own up to to that um that that standard that was in place that that is something that should actually be upheld and, and we didn't uphold it yeah yeah so it yep. says, you know, and that could be something simple like, you know, cutting in line or something like that. Yeah. A very, yeah, that's right. A very simple and normal social rule that most of us hold up to. Yeah. Yep. That we accept. Yeah. Mm. Um, it also helps other people feel better. You know, it mm. makes, a, it makes an almost attempt at restoring their dignity when, when something has been done that makes, makes them look like they were less than what, what they actually truly are. Sure, sure. So it's certainly helpful in that regard as well and then as we've said already it repairs helps to repair a relationship yeah. and open up the dialogue especially when it comes to making 
new rules, you know, new boundaries. New boundaries, sure, new sure, and sure. Like that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. As a female, I know that there's also a bit of a cultural trend at the moment where we're starting to open up about a particular habit that a lot of women fall into, and that's um, incessantly apologising when it's not needed. Okay. And um, I have certainly noticed that women tend to feel uh, – well, I'm not, I'm not even sure if, if explaining how we feel is one way, but we, we certainly have a tendency to apologise for little things that are completely unnecessarily like we fumble over some words. Okay, you fumbled over some words. You don't have to apologise. Yeah, that, sure. But we do anyway. Sure, sure. Um, or, you know, we take a little bit longer to – you know, if we take a bit longer to make a decision on something, well, we apologise for taking a bit longer. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to apologise for that, you know. Mm. You mm. need to take time, okay. So instead of apologising, just say, look, I'm going to take some time to think about that before I give you an answer. Yeah. You don't have to apologise for everything. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and, of course, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be a female trait either. It's just something that I've noticed that we're, we're starting to talk about. Sure, sure. What I do also know is that for some people, incessantly apologising can come across as if they're being insincere, which may not be the case. Okay. It may not be the case. And for the yep. people who, who are sincere in the apologies that they make, often that's linked to their own sense of value and worth. Mm. They often tend to have a very low sense of self, which is why they feel like they're always in the way and needing to apologise for for being in the way sure, sure, having behaved sure. in a particular way, which may not even be an issue. So yeah. I guess the point is to not be overly concerned about whether you've actually had a negative impact on someone else. Yeah. Maybe just ask yeah. the question first before Yeah, fair before call. Fair call. I guess too that that there are some trends of thought which say that apologizing makes you look weak. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know that that uh, that you lose respect or you lose face by admitting fault in some way, shape, or form. That's something which, as a seminary formator, that's something which I have to kind of educate and help the men at the seminary, yeah, particularly yeah. in the early years, mm-hmm. to be able to kind of get past that sense of if I apologise, then I'm I'm made to look mm. a bit weak, or I'm a bit weak, or I, I lose a bit of face, or. Mm. No, it's it's actually it's 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 a real sign of strength because it's a sign that I'm able to take responsibility for what I have done yeah. and own something that I've done that is not good. That 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 that, that takes character. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it takes yeah. courage too. Yeah, because you know, yeah. there's there's an element of risk there. Exactly, and vulnerability exactly. involved. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. definitely. Mm. And so when it comes to these apology languages, Gary Chapman once again, which mm. we spoke about last episode. <laughs> Which we spoke about last week has um, a few different ones that he's pointed out. And so those five uh, apology languages are expressing regret, accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting and requesting forgiveness. Mm. So when it comes to expressing regret, that's literally using words like I am sorry. Sure. Actually saying I am sorry, meaning it. Mm. Mm. Being actually sorrowful and and saying those words and, and behaving in a way. That's according to that, uh, that sorrow that you feel for what has happened. Yeah. And then we have accepting responsibility and that includes being sincere and genuine 
it's about saying sorry, but it's also about owning what's actually happened as being our own fault. Sure, sure. And, you know, not, you know, palming that off on someone yep. else or something else was the yep. reason for that. And then we've got making restitution and, you know, that's rebuilding the relationship because essentially a trust has been broken here when mm, mm. when we have someone do something against us that is hurtful. It, it breaks the relationship that we yeah. had with them because we trusted that they wouldn't do that. Sure, sure. So that trust has been broken and, and that needs to be Rebuilding. rebuilt. Yep, sure. Yeah, so it's not just about compensation um, or returning what's actually Sure, sure. Lost. So it's it's not merely restitution, it's restoration mm. and, and yeah, mm. yep, yep. And, and, and restoration may be that it is not restored back to what it originally was. Restoration might be a, a, a restoration of, of something uh, something else. Mm. The, the relationship may not necessarily look the same, uh, but that, that, that doesn't stop us from making restoration mm. and from, and from, from um, uh, showing uh, that, that, that sincerity by, by, by making restitution. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Rebuilding it into something else if that's what yeah. needs to Yeah, exactly. Needs to be. Yep, yep. Genuinely repenting. Is, is the next one, mm. um, needing to express the desire and commitment to not hurt you in the same way again. That's that's so a firm resolution, as it were, that what happened is not something that's going to happen again. Mm. Mm. Um, and then finally, actually requesting forgiveness. And I think this is one that's that's quite, um, it's bold and it's, it's, it's it, there's, there's a great deal of vulnerability that sits around yeah. it because, you are you are really placing yourself in somebody else's hands, mm. saying, "Will you please forgive me?" Yeah, you know, and 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 then that decision rests entirely in the hands of of someone else. The very person you wronged. The very person that you've wronged. Yeah, you know, it's it's there. There, there is a sense of vulnerability there. Yeah. Um, even though as Christians we recognise that it is our duty to forgive as Christ has forgiven us, it doesn't take away that sense of vulnerability of saying, will you please forgive me? Mm. That, you, know, you're, you are placing yourself in the hands of the person that you've wronged. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so similar to what we did in the last episode of looking at the five love languages and how we might be able to relate them to Christ, we'd like to do a similar kind of thing with mm. the five mm. apology lang- languages as well. And of course, you and I, Padre, have talked about you know these apology languages. Not really, we feel that they they're not really isolated. No, they're more of a a build from one to the other. That's right. And so the order that we've spoken about, you know, really demonstrates the way that we feel it moves from mm. beginning with saying I'm sorry, then taking responsibility, you know, and so mm. on and so on, to then getting to a point where we can ask for forgiveness. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Whereas the love languages are perhaps more, you know, we prefer one over mm. the other. Uh, although, you know what, I was reflecting on this the other day. Yeah. Uh, and it struck me that that there may be one or the other apology language that we are better at yeah. than the others. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it may yeah. be that we're better at, that, that we find it easier to, to uh, take responsibility than to make restitution. Yes. You know, so, so there may be a language that we that we are adept in, but we still need the other languages. Uh, they still need to be uh, very much a part of the 
uh, apology. Yeah, absolutely. Experience. Absolutely. And we can see that with, you know, classic examples where you can see someone say, well, they did the wrong thing by me and they keep saying sorry, but they're not doing anything to change their behaviour. Yeah, exactly. And, And that could very well be because the person who has had this other person do the wrong thing by them, they're preferred way of receiving uh, an apology is mm. actually by showing a changed behavior yeah. it's not by yeah. words of sorrow yep, so yeah on. absolutely absolutely we can yeah. see that but yeah. for a for a whole um, encompassing yeah. apology we feel all of these things need to exactly be yeah yeah to be taken in yeah absolutely uh so in, in relating them to christ expressing regret mm. that's really the starting point isn't it, it is isn't it <laughs> it is uh, I was saying to you earlier that when I teach um, sacraments at the seminary, mm. we, we, we start with, uh, when we look at the acts of the penitent, contrition is always first. When we're yeah. talking about the sacrament of confession, um, you know, which for our non-Catholic listeners out there is, is, is the sacrament where we, we um, ask for God's forgiveness and, and, and uh, the priest stands as like an intermediary in that, mm. um, kind of like a telephone, as it were. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's very much um, uh, contrition is first. That is to say a, a sense of sorrow yeah. that this thing has happened, uh, 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 truly uh, regret having done this and want to move to something more. Mm. You know, yeah. mm. Knowing that that has contributed to the wounds of our of, blessed Lord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And being able to recognise that and have a contrite heart yeah. because yeah. of that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then we have accepting responsibility really about saying, you know what, I did that. Yeah. That, that's on yeah. me. That, that was mine. <laughs> Which is so hard. It is. It is. It is really, oh. really difficult. I do this exercise with my first years. Mm. It's in a subject called the mystery of Jesus Christ. And I ask them, whose sins did Jesus die for? And invariably, they always say, our sins. Who sins? Our sins. Mm. Who sins? Our sins. And they begin <laughs> to become rather indignant about the whole thing, you know. And it's like, our sins, Father. He died for our sins. And uh, eventually I'll say to them, you know, you're giving me the right answer, but not the answer that I'm looking for. Mm. And then eventually one of them, normally, every now and again you get an obtuse year, but for the most part, <laughs> for the for the most part, uh, there's there's uh, normally one student who goes, oh, he died for my sins. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, sometimes when we say he died for our sins, it can be a little bit of a, a castaway line. But when we say he died for my sins, it's like saying, well, my sins, my sins formed part of this terrifying chalice, which he asked his father to take away. Mm. Like that's, you know, that's just, it's it's something incredible just to consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we have making restitution, mm. rebuilding the relationship and the trust that's been broken. And this is an interesting one because it, unlike with another person on this earth, where the relationship is two ways when it's broken, and both need to need to give and mm. and receive to to repair that relationship when it comes to our relationship breaking with christ you know we recognize that we damage that but Mm. we can't heal that yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know yeah we we need him that's that's right Mm. that's right we can do penance yeah we can we can in in the in the from the catholic i 
being a Catholic priest, yeah, I talk yeah. from the Catholic perspective, there's a, a, a sense in which, you know, we can um, do penance as a, as a way of kind of making up for a temporal punishment, you know, kind of, kind of uh, not by any means um, uh, is, is that those acts of penance the source of our forgiveness by no, no means. No, no. Uh, but those, those acts of penance can be a, a means by which we kind of, they're a way of making restitution for what was done, mm. a way of taking upon ourselves some kind of, some kind of temporal mm. uh, difficulty or punishment to, uh, to to make up for what has been done. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I'm not advocating for like flagellation or anything no, like that. That's, no, that's, no. But but you know, things like denying oneself a meal or a cold yeah. shower or yeah. uh, you know, um, placing oneself at the service of another for a particular purpose and time, and and that that, that can be um, uh, all aimed at making up for what has has transpired in that temporal sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then we have genuinely repenting. The need to express desire mm. and commitment to not do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. That's right. Which, yeah. you know, again, difficult when we know that we are humans with a fallen human nature. Right? Yeah. Yep. It's difficult when we know that we're probably going to fall again, but making yeah. a, a resolve and Making a will not to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Kind of, it, it reflects that uh, Jesus has called us to be perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect. Yeah. Setting the standard of, oh, well, I'll try not to do this again isn't helpful. No. Setting the standard of, I will not to do this yes, again. Yes, there's a big difference yeah. there. Yeah. There is a yeah. big difference. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And then the final one is requesting forgiveness. Yeah. Which in many ways I think is the... It's summarised by this entire process, yeah. really, isn't it? I yeah, mean, that's right. this entire process is the is, is the request of forgiveness from God. It's, yeah. it's asking Him to forgive us because, as you rightly said, in making restitution, only God can forgive sins. Like mm. we we can't buy His forgiveness by any act of no. penance or by by any good work or any of that. Mm. It's only by His grace alone that we're saved. It's only by His grace that we can that we can be brought back into relationship with Himself. Mm, absolutely. And so when it comes to that, you know, concern and worry that sometimes we can have when we're, when we've done something where we really need to you mm. know, apologize and clear, clear our hearts and, you know, we can, we can get some accusations going on internally. We can get some um, lies jumping around and flying around. And oh, yes. when you, when you can look at it clearly, you can see that that's not of God because unlike another human being where we can sometimes feel fear what they might do when we ask for their forgiveness, given that we wrong them. Mm. We know that God is merciful. We yeah. know that he is not going to say, uh, I'm going to take a couple of days to think about whether mm. I forgive you or not. Like mm. that's not what he that's wants. Not, that's not God, is it? That's <laughs> it's right. It's just not him. So we know like yeah. by our yeah. faith, we know that God is going to forgive yeah. us. For sure. So any, any hesitation <laughs> – is not of God. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, completely, completely. Um, and as I said at the beginning, this this is what opens us up to the possibility of forgiveness. What opens us up to the possibility of forgiveness is that if we're willing to to take that step of recognizing, yep, I'm a sinner. Mm. You know, I've which is hard for our society, which has lost its sense of sin. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. but if I can say yes, I am a sinner, then God can say. 
well, that's okay. I'm merciful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, I, I can teach you how how to how to be holy instead of a sinner. You know, and yeah. and, and and this is 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 what the the apology opens us up to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So that is apology language. Yeah, Gary Chapman. <laughs> Gaza. <laughs> Gary Chapman, if you if 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 per chance Gary Chapman, you're listening. Thank you for your work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, d- 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 despite my little Gaza comments there, it's it's uh, a nickname. It's of it's, it's a nickname that I've I've given you since I've I've <laughs> I've been reading your work. Yeah, Gaza says. Yeah. Uh, so it's helpful work. It's it is it is extremely helpful work. Mm. So thank you. Truth, beauty, goodness. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Are. Normally, you're the one who says. I that. know. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> How strange. Well, I go first then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you better go first, yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Uh, my truth being goodness this morning, other than a mango smoothie, which I treated myself to this morning, um, <laughs> I was actually just, whilst I was waiting for my drink, I was watching and there was what appeared to be a father and son, could have been a brother and younger brother, mm. but these these two, you know, this young man and, and this really young boy who were sitting there playing chess and the older... Older, like the young man was teaching this little fella who mm. probably is only, what, seven or eight at most, oh, um, waiting on their meal to arrive and they were playing chess together and every time the, the kid did something that was, you know, like made a move on his own, you know, the other person would applaud him and congratulate him oh. for it and it was just lovely to That's see, cool. you know, someone spending some quality time with um, with the other person in a in a cafe kind of setting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm used to seeing it at parks and you know movies and stuff like that during yeah, school holidays. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, this was just nice playing chess. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. 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 What about you, Padre? Well, uh, yesterday I uh, I helped to celebrate a friend's birthday. Yeah. Uh, so we were at dinner together yeah. and uh, uh, and had a meal with uh, your house mum and mm. with uh, uh, a couple of her daughters. A couple of her daughters and one of them. Is like the best cook. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty. It's just incredible. <laughs> uh, but the way that she put that meal together and the the love with which she put it together was just astounding. Yeah. It was so cool. Uh, you could just sort of the meal was was beautifully cooked. My mother says that you can taste the ingredient of love, and it's true. <laughs> you can, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Wonderful yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, well, thanks for joining us for yet another episode this yeah. week. We hope that this week has been an interesting, useful episode. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys think, so send in your thoughts, comments and questions either on our Facebook group, Living Fullness, through the Virtue Ministry page, or you can jump over to Instagram, also Living Fullness. If you know us, come and talk to us in person, and please, if there's anything here that's been useful, share it with someone. They might be able to get something out of it too. By all and every means, God bless you all. Bye.